a Lifetime original podcast. You did a really, you did like the news read about her mother's past. <laughs> I love oh, I that. Love, I me too. Love, I love a news anchor, a news anchor I going do, down. I do, I do too. Oh my God, it's the best. I love a Lifetime movie. First of all, I love jurisdiction disputes. Megan was too busy eating soup on a 90 degree day. If you need me to sit at your house while you attend a funeral, I'm happy to do that. I ain't driving an hour for a scale, you pancake. I didn't know who the bad guy was in this movie until the very end and I was still confused. So don't tell people what to do with their own mamas, okay? To be a bad guy and have attitude, you need to pick a lane. <laughs> Did she say she was Heather? She's just like the others. Don't even waste your time with her. What did she say? Grayson, tell me, I need to know. She's just another lowlife, looking for a handout. I told her to get lost. What is her? It isn't. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie, because that's true. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, here with the mother to all of us, one of the funniest comics in the game. <laughs> And someone who has a superhuman child. The one, the only, Megan Gailey. You sounded upset. You said one of the funniest comics in the game. <laughs> but we have, we've been, t- we, well, I, I hope the listeners know, Naomi and I communicate almost predominantly through <laughs> voice notes. Like we talk, we send each other messages where we can like hear each other and hear our background. And we have been talking a lot about stand up. We, d- we don't want you guys to think that we're cheating on Lifetime. We obviously talk a lot about Lifetime, but... Sometimes we're going to hop into these voice notes and talk about who we don't like in the stand-up world. (laughs) I sometimes I'll start one that just goes, Megan, are you alone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a voice note, she could be out and about. Megan is very active. She has a cadre of white women she spends time with. She's out and about. And so sometimes, you know, I don't want to send a voice note when you're out in these streets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that could implicate me. Well, I would like to say that of my friends that I hang out with that I would maybe listen to I don't even think I would I I cherish <laughs> our voice notes so much that it's like maybe I'll let CJ here <laughs> you know because he's just like sitting there but it's like yeah. if you don't like someone Naomi or if you're going to say something that you think is going to be quote unquote <laughs> out of pocket I am with people that would wholeheartedly agree you know like I would <laughs> they would never be like Naomi said what like Naomi you are probably like you were like I have to tell you about something and then you sent it and I was like yeah no you're right (laughs) like you were like am I being too much I was like not at all you're 100% correct everyone's on your side well see this is also the hack you guys if you want to talk some mess Megan Gailey will tell you you are correct okay she will support you wholeheartedly so that you never really have to feel bad so think about that okay so if you want to flood Megan's DMs with Voice You're someone I hate on Instagram. Be like, tell me who you hate. And usually I'll yes and I'll be like, <laughs> oh, you don't like him because of this? Well, listen to this. You know, I'll pile on. <laughs> I will pile on. So even, yeah, bring me your strangers, bring me your sister in laws you don't like, bring me your co workers, and I'll go, this bitch. <laughs> Amazing. Truly amazing. Now, the reason why I said you had a superhuman child is because before we started recording, you did mention that Conrad had started teething. And I'm just like, I am shocked. I am just, you know, because he's so new. He's so fresh. He is three months. Yeah. Three and a half months. Three months. Three months, two weeks. Three months, like one week. How? Like, you know, and for some reason, 
do we think it's like his father because his father is such a tall, hearty man's man? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that's why he's getting teeth so quickly? No, because I would honestly describe CJ as a late bloomer. And so <laughs> I and like the nanny was like, he, I think he's teething. And then my mom was saying it. And I was like, these two, they're in cahoots. <laughs> and because he was like drooling. I'm like, yeah, he drools, whatever. And then, yeah, no, he's got a tooth popping through and how do i know i felt it on my breast so it's it's happening and we're in the midst of moving and he's just a good boy though he's really he's fighting through (laughs) (laughs) like it is so funny to like this is just like a natural thing that happens and i'm like oh gosh send out the press release i'm going through it (laughs) now when a baby can you give them aura gel are they too small for that what do you do? They have little baby gel, daytime and okay. nighttime, that like, I'm like, does this have like some <laughs> fun stuff in it or what? <laughs> and you just rub it on their gums. You massage their gums. You really have to make sure you have clean hands. And I know that we're all supposed to have clean hands in this post-COVID <laughs> world, but it's made me go, eh, my hands can be cleaner. <laughs> so I'm massaging his gums. It's, I woke up and like, CJ, CJ's a wonderful partner and a wonderful dad. And so he takes the morning shift as of late. And I woke up and he was like, I have five things being delivered for tea thing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he was like, you know, in a movie when like, um, they're about to like go fight and they open up and you see their arsenal of guns yes, and like yes. weapons. He goes, I want to do that, but with teething. <laughs> Well, this is wonderful. Part of why I wanted us to get here is because I think it's a really good segue to our motion picture because this is about you Mm. as a mother, a mother willing to go to any lengths, a mother Mm -hmm. who is supporting their child, okay? A mother who has a legal baby, okay? Your baby was not stolen, (laughs) and that is a rare gift in the world of Lifetime because today's motion picture is called Her Stolen Past. Yes, it is, okay? And if you haven't seen it, you know you need to see it. You know it's on Lifetime Movie Club. Don't make me tell you this again. When Johns Hopkins medical student Sonia Daniels hears news of her mother's mysterious murder, she returns home determined to catch the killer. But when Sonia finds the birth certificate of a kidnapped child in her mother's things, she reveals an unsettling truth about her mother's past. Wow. There's so much. Uh, We got to get into it. 
hair. No, no, Megan. Stop saying every black woman's regal just because <laughs> she's black and made it past 50. Okay? <laughs> this is why I mean regal. The only regal black woman is Angela Bassett. Drag Everybody me. else is regular. Okay, can I say chic? She seemed like an intellect. She gives us retired professor vibe. Okay, well then to me that's regal. Can we say that? That's then? regal. But okay, sure. Yeah, because oh she God. had little flecks of gray. You know, like she was <laughs> aging like beautifully. And right, she owns this home. Sorry. <laughs> if you own a home, you're royalty to me. <laughs> <laughs> But then we see this regal woman <laughs> enter, entering a parking structure. Which she's too first, good for. She's too good. <laughs> but it's funny because I will say when she was first walking in, I thought she was like walking slowly where I was like, is she sick or something? But I don't think that was it. I think it was just her being like, it's nighttime in a parking structure. So because at, so at first I thought she was like bracing herself, but I don't think that was it. I was watching it at one and a half speed. So she's speed walking. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> So I missed that, but I think she was begrudgingly going. Yes, 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 yes. But as she's walking from like, you know, the elevator to her car, she's like scared and honestly relatable. I find all parking structures to be scary. Yes. This is something I've only kind of dealt with in Los Angeles, you know, where you park everywhere, where I'm like, all parking structures are where murders happen. A hundred percent. They are very dangerous. Women should not be alone in them at night. We see them in whenever something bad is happening in a film, they will use a parking garage. Mm -hmm. There was a parking garage in Santa Monica that I honestly like wasn't afraid of because it like backs up right to the West Side Comedy Club, which is this like little fun place. And they tore it down. And I was upset because I was like, this is the only parking structure I've ever felt safe in. Right. Well, this time we do discover, you guys, this woman should have been afraid, all yeah. right? Because as she is running to her car, a man comes up behind her and is like, Please Give me the purse! Give me the purse! Hooded figure. Hooded figure, honey. Put that on your bingo card. And because she is a queen, okay, <gasps> she hits this man in the face. I said, yes. Okay, grandma literally punched him in the face. But unfortunately, that was not enough because he then shot her. All right, so, ooh, I did not see that coming. I do like that she got a lick in. I had to text Naomi and say, a black woman is killed 30 seconds into this film. And that's really not how we like to start. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if you've ever taken a self-defense class. I feel like I've taken seven and I know nothing. But they're like, just give him the purse. (laughs) You know, so like, I'm happy that she like punched, but it's like, I almost wanted... Here I am, victim blaming. It's like, do you punch and then throw the person run in the other direction? I never like, I'm like, what are we supposed to do? But I do think you're supposed to just be like, take it. I think it's a throw. I think it's a, exactly that, a throw and run. And I think that like, you know, it's funny because I'm the same way when Andy and I walked to the car where I'm always like, unlock the door, please. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he'd be just kind of walking in a car and then he like waits till he's up on it to unlock it. And I'm like, let me get in this vehicle. Yes. And then lock it immediately. Like I get mad when cars don't automatically lock when you get in them. Like it's like we have the technology now I where know. it's like, oh, yeah, I'm very. Oot. If you are moseying in a parking lot, I'm like, we need to pick uh-huh. it up. Okay. So we cut to the funeral, really pretty funeral, where we're in the cemetery and we meet daughter Sonia, who is clearly upset. Yeah, you need to. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Okay, Sonia is upset. Her mother has passed, but I'm going to tell you what upsets me more than her mother passing. Mm. It's the Mm. wig they put Sonia in. Okay? Now, listen, I'm going to take this moment to ask Lifetime to do me a favor. Y'all make about Mm -hmm. 500 movies a year. Y'all have a stable, okay? Y'all make them quickly. 
Here's what I need you to do, Lifetime. I need you to buy about 50 lace front human mm-hmm. hair wigs. Okay? And you just need to keep them in a warehouse somewhere. And then when it's time for you to do and I want you to get a range of colors. We're talking one, one B, two, two C, honey. Get it? Mm-hmm. Get something for everybody hair color. And when it's time to do a movie, you put these actresses in a real ass human hair wig with yes. a lace front. Okay? Because I'm sitting here watching this, and I said to myself, I'm, I'm taking out a story. This mm-hmm. is also a hate crime. I'm feeling yeah. very upset. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously, um, no comment for me, pleading the fifth. I'd like to call on Bishop T.D. Jakes to maybe fund fund the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we know, we <laughs> actually, it shouldn't fall on him. It should fall on the white community. The white community should be funding the wigs of Lifetime. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna get that going and look for look for the link to donate. Yeah, start that change.org <laughs> petition. Also, you know, this lets me know that when it's time for you and I to do our lifetime movie, like yeah. that will be in my contract. It will be like I will have a hair writer. You ain't coming up on me with some just, you know, shake and go wig in a bag that ain't working. Okay? Cause it's rude. No, no. It's we cannot be giving people Halloween wigs. I do find their equality in the bad hair of this film because I found white friend Missy's roots to be orange. <laughs> and that was not on purpose. <laughs> well, the thing is, white friend Missy, let's say this, you guys, white friend Missy, though, she is a real one, even though she does have these orange roots. She is. She yeah. offers to handle the reception after the funeral. In fact, why don't I go back to the house? I'll um, start setting out the food for the reception. Oh, um, actually, I've, I've got that. I'll set everything up to get it ready. We learned, too, that Missy is a nurse. Sonia is finishing her medical residency. So, like, you know, they're they're both just, like, working medical professional mm-hmm. women. And so at first I was like, okay, Missy's a real one. And it's funny because, you know, yeah. I never know anybody's name. So <laughs> when I was, like, taking notes of this movie, I just kept writing white friend in all caps until I could figure out what her name was. We also meet... Um, Auntie Phyllis, who, Auntie Phyllis, who was Sonia's mom's best friend. Uh She lives across the street. So neighbors. So now we're talking about dual black ownership in this gorgeous neighborhood. Well, this is an epic. This is a black neighborhood, right? Like this is obvious. Exactly. This is what we're getting. Okay. Just some working professional black aunties who are like, this is my house. Don't mess it up. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah, so they're still in the cemetery and we're getting that long lens, that um, vibe that Naomi loves of we are being watched at the funeral. If you're being watched Mm -hmm. at a funeral, to me, that's like mob vibes. Like, it's like, let them grieve in peace at least. I know. I'm like, what are you waiting to see? Do you know what I'm like, like, you're looking for what exactly? The only people that show up to watch at funerals are, I think, cops. You know, like when they see like, I'm just like imagining an old Italian mob boss, like kissing the widow of like of the man who he like clearly (laughs) hired to get killed. But being like condolences, handing her money. And then the cops like standing by their car smoking (laughs) a cigarette being like, all right. And they're like, you can't even you can't even give us a day. (laughs) Okay, we love this Godfather <laughs> reboot. Megan, I had no idea you I had Italian I, I in you. I mean, I have. I have. But Put I it don't. on the resume. <laughs> oh, my God, this one. This is off a rocker today. Well, the thing is, though, we get Sonya's in her mom's house. We're seeing, like, flashbacks to fun times. Obviously, Sonya's grieving. 
And the next morning, literally, you said, we can't have a day? Well, Sonia can't have a day because literally the next day after her mother's funeral, she's like packing up her mother's house. And basically she, you know, she's Ugh. like, well, I can't afford the mortgage on this. So we got to sell it. So she's got to pack it up Terrible. and prepare it to be staged. And I was like, I'm sorry. You are putting Missy through too much. Okay. And we learned she's going to John Hopkins and like she's in a great school. She's in her residency. We don't see Sonia do one medical thing in this film. Well, she does one medical thing at the very end where I was like, okay, I guess we're going to finally use this <laughs> but i mean we don't see her like go to a hospital to like like isn't a residency like you're oh. up for like 24 hours like five days a week like i'm like oh is she taking a sabbatical i'm worried yeah she took time off she took time off because remember because basically because when because basically when she's packing missy comes in with like some breakfast and then missy's like are you sure that you don't want to stay you can finish up your residency here at st fix with me we're short on doctors i could be your nurse I'm in the middle of my program at John Hopkins and you know how hard that spot was to get. So she's like off for this time. Just like, hey, my mom died. I'm going to need a couple weeks, you know? I was concerned because I, I mean, from what we know of Grey's Anatomy, that, you know, they're not kind to residents. Residents no. are like the lowest rung and they're like, they're the, they have to do all the bitch stuff at the hospital. It's funny you say that because what I, Grey's Anatomy I, like, I think I was really into maybe the first five or six seasons when it first came out, but it made me afraid to go to a hospital. I was like, the last thing I want us to be in a hospital because I realized all these doctors doing is having sex in closets and they ain't paying attention yeah. to nothing. I said, the last place right. I want to be stuck is a hospital. Nobody know what's going on. Nobody going to know my name. They going to put the wrong thing in my yeah. IV bag. I was like, absolutely not. Well, it's so funny that you're like, I think I watched the first five seasons. It's like, that's a, usually a whole show. But <laughs> in the case of Grey's Anatomy, there's been 24 seasons. Yeah, I remember being like, why does everyone look so hot in these scrubs? And then I like learned that they had them like specially cut. These were yeah, not like off the rack scrubs. I'm like, oh, oh absolutely. Okay. Well, now I feel you better. Tailor. <laughs> okay, we got a bootleg going. <laughs> so... After Sonia says, girl, I'm not coming over here. I'm in Johns Hopkins. Officer Sanchez comes by and he is, you know, the local cop who, of course, has no information or update on her mother's murder. And she's literally like, what about the security cameras? There must be something on there. Yeah, no, the perp was wearing a hoodie and he was too far away from the camera for any kind of an ID. What about witnesses? Yeah, I'm sorry. Nobody remembers seeing your mother. It was late and most of the building had gone home for the day. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, what would she be doing in a building alone at night? There has to be a reason she was there. Now, look, if there is, we haven't found it. You know, as far as we can tell, your mother was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. And then Aunt Phyllis comes over with some chicken and biscuits and they grieve together. I said, give it to me. Give me the chicken and biscuits <laughs> from Aunt Phyllis. Oh, I know. And then she was like, and then she said that she was like, I have to get home. My nephew's coming over to install one of those security cameras at my front door. He says it'll make me sleep better. I think it's all about making him feel better. I love that Auntie Phyllis, she's like, this is my nephew, you my niece. I said, these are different families yeah. entirely, but she's everybody's auntie, and we love that. And she has them doing tasks for her, as they should. You know, she's got a man who she's not blood related to coming over to install a ring camera. Good on her. Exactly. That's the goal. That's like why I'm like, ugh, I should, I want to be that neighborhood old lady. Like when I'm older, I want to be the neighborhood lady where the kids just do things for me. You 100% will. You're going to be like the lady in the Christmas commercial where they like put up lights for her. Oh my God, I hope so. I love I hope those. So. Okay, so that night, 
Sonia is continuing to go through her mom's things and she finds a box with her name on it, Sonia's name on it. And there's pictures and like the, you know, the bad drawings where like the legs come right out of the head from when you're a kid. And it's like, (laughs) well, I got to keep this. They're my kid. And then she finds a diaper bag and Missy calls this diaper bag designer. (laughs) And... I have never seen a bag be less designer in my life. I said, I this is $3.99 on clearance at Walmart. <laughs> I, why couldn't they at least buy a knockoff Louis Vuitton? Okay. They couldn't give us at a least knock a Megan off couch. Give us a couch. Give us a couch bag. <laughs> Something. I was I know. Furious. I know. I know. But then Missy, because this thing, and I'll tell you, in this moment, I got to tell you this. I didn't trust Missy because... Mm. she's like that bag is designer and then she goes and then okay and so you guys this also establishes the first thing too Sonia keeps saying Sonia's mother is a God-fearing woman because you know if they're black people they have to be into God and her mom's God-fearing and her mom's a a humble woman and so she loves the church exactly church 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 black and God black and God and I'm like everyone (laughs) calm down honey I don't know nothing about Jesus and so (laughs) Sonia's like oh well my mom definitely didn't know it was a designer bag this wouldn't have been hers she wouldn't have spent that kind of money right but then Missy tells her uh you should check the pockets. I thought that was a strange thing for her to say. I thought she was literally orchestrating something. In that moment, I was like, that's oh. a red flag. Why is she telling her to check? She knows something's in there. That's what I thought. I immediately said, Missy, you're the only white person up in here. I'll trust you. I thought Missy is the problem. I honestly thought she was like, maybe there's some cash in there. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I can get my roots fixed if we, if we scrape together. <laughs> 75 bucks from this quote-unquote designer diaper bag. I I can get the orange tone taken out. So there was something in the pocket. So you were right. And I guess so was Missy. There was a birth certificate. All willy-nilly, not an envelope. Just loosey-goosey in there. Also, like, folded up. I said, honey, you gotta keep that neat and fresh. Folded up. And the birth certificate is for a baby named Heather Bradley. And it says she's the daughter of Olivia Bradley and Missy. And this is so classic Lifetime goes, Olivia Bradley. She's one of the richest women in town. Really? Yeah. What? (laughs) Is this a play from 1820? (laughs) But also to me, I felt like it was very Megan Gailey. I said, this is who Megan would play. She would play the woman who's like, oh, she rich. Like, you know who's rich. You know if something's designer. You're like. One of the richest ladies in town. <laughs> yeah. So it's not Sonia's birth certificate. So that's nope. sort of the, that's the red flag. Exactly. Exactly. But then we see when Missy leaves her house to go to work, we see that she is being watched by somebody in a car across the street. You yep. know how much I love cars across the street. Yep. Watching people. And we know it's not Officer Sanchez because he's not doing his job. <laughs> so Sonia goes online and she uses a search engine called <laughs> Illuminate. Oh. I love it. I love fake search engines in movies and TV. I think they're so good. They're like, have we used Illuminate yet? It's like, nope. Okay, Illuminate. (laughs) Like, that is basically also a company. Illumination, whatever. So she looks up the baby's name. The baby was kidnapped and never found. I'm sorry, is this Mm. the Lindbergh case? Hello. Missy says, your mom loved the secondhand shops. They probably just donated the bag after their daughter disappeared. What? And this is what I mean. Missy is suggesting all sorts of things where I go, you know what? You done planted that bag at night. You are ready. Okay. I was like, okay, Missy knows what's up. And Missy is trying to like get, like she knows the truth and she's trying to get Sonya to the truth is what I thought. And of course that is not what happened, but I was very much 
prepared for her to have all the answers. Okay, so Missy is still factoring in. Next morning, she comes over. I do think she had breakfast. She is providing food, errands, and services. So (laughs) she will stay on our good list for now. And Sonia has been up all night thinking about the missing baby because it's like, yeah, you have the birth certificate of a baby that went missing. That's, I mean, that's crazy. And so Missy's like, oh, you know what? I have a friend who's a private investigator. Maybe he can help you with this whole Heather Bradley thing. Missy. See, you just mean friend who's a PI. Missy got it all. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, (laughs) Sonia goes to meet this PI, Brandon. And I said, I wish he was my friend. He is so hot. And I immediately am like, Brandon is hot. And then I go, oh, no, I'm going to get duped by this man. So, like, you're hot on the trail on Missy. I'm hot on the trail on Brandon because he's hot. That I'm like, I can't trust him. (laughs) And I'm glad that you had that, though. That's what keeps you alive. Okay, knowing that hot men cannot be trusted. So I'm very proud of you that you kept your head in a swivel, despite the fact that he was cute. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. But we do learn from Brandon that Heather Bradley was taken from the church nursery at four months old. <gasps> and then he's like, Why didn't you go to the police with this? This is this is evidence in a missing persons case. <laughs> he basically oh, asked, asked Sonia, and then she's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, she was like really mad about it and like was about to leave. And then he's like, Okay, 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 we can keep it between us. But Brandon's not wrong. He's like, Okay, you have evidence in a missing infant, and you came to me a friend of a friend. And it's like, I don't know. Now, I will say this, though. Brandon then, after that, he asked for a copy of Sonia's birth certificate, quote, as a formality. I said, what? W-U-T? Yeah. Okay, I was like, in what world? I was like, so that means to me, I'm like, oh, Brandon must already be putting that sh- shit together. <laughs> He's like, um, let's just see when you were born. But like, I don't know where my birth certificate is. <laughs> So the whole time I'm sitting here going, what is a church nursery? Like people are just bringing their babies. to. Like I can't. I, and, and this this just shows how, how little I was raised in the church, even though I very much was that people are just bringing infants, giving them over to the church and going, I'm going to go sit and listen and then come back and get my baby. No. Not a chance. Oh, no, that I get. If it's like during services, yeah, because you're like, well, it's the same way, right? They would have Sunday school for the little kids. I'm not leaving Conrad with a church official. (laughs) Not a chance. Not a chance (laughs) in hell. (laughs) That night, though, after she's like, because basically she's like, I don't have my birth certificate with me. And he's like, okay, I'll pull it in from the public records. Yes, do your job, Brandon. Thank you. And then that night, Sonia, she gets back home and she's doing a lot of heavy breathing. She thinks someone's in the house. She starts to hear sounds. She goes upstairs. She sees like a picture of her mother on the floor. She sees the box of her childhood stuff has been like overturned. So it's like, okay, someone was up in here. Someone was up in here. And... Because Sonia's smart. She immediately runs in the bathroom, closes the door, calls the cops. She's like, someone's in the house. I said, thank God. Yeah. Because there's nothing I hate more than when somebody decides to go searching by themselves. Oh, no. They pick up like an umbrella and it's like, no. <laughs> and But I was scared because she went in. The, the bathroom was one of those sliding doors. And it's like, though, you can break those down in 30 seconds. Like, not even. So I was like, no, no, no. 
you know, they got those like they have like a little like hook lock. It's like, that's not going to work. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so she hides in the bathroom and then Officer Sanchez comes. He's the only officer in town. And then Brandon shows up and we find out that Brandon and Sanchez used to be partners, but Brandon left the force to become a P.I., and Officer Sanchez is also pretty dismissive about Sonia thinking that someone being in the house and her mom's murder are connected. He's like, You put your mom's obituary in the newspaper, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've had a string of these lately. Seems like somebody's been scanning the obits for easy targets. Which I have heard of these, Naomi. People, robbers, mm -hmm. ugh, they will scour obituaries and mm -hmm. find out when funerals are going to be and then go and like rob the house when everyone is out. Uh, can you imagine being at a funeral for someone you love and then coming back and being like, oh, and our house got broken into? Horrible. People are evil, okay? Humanity deserves whatever it gets, okay? There's a reason why monkeypox and polio made a comeback. It said, you know what, honey? Take us. Polio's back? Girl, polio back. I didn't know pol oh, well, polio. Polio yeah. back. Yeah, I didn't know polio was back. Well, oh, dear. Honey. So people have to, like, have a family member stay back and not go to the funeral so they can, like, sit at the house so the house doesn't get robbed. And I'm, oh, I'm here God. to offer that service. If you need me to sit at your house while you attend a funeral, I'm happy to do that. What are you going to do, Megan? You going to be holding an umbrella. What you going to do? Oh, you see me in a house and they go, no, I don't want to deal with this, Karen. You know, I think <laughs> I think I, my skin is white enough that they go, never mind. But like, do you think you should like sit on the porch with a shotgun? You see what I'm saying? Like, I'll do it. I don't know if you should be inside yeah. and then wait for them to come in. Like, you got to be outside looking okay. annoying and Great. like you're ready to cause problems. I'll be outside looking like I'm filming everyone. And do not come <laughs> over here, you know, and like I'll have a Lululemon <laughs> head to toe on. And I'll be sucking yes. down a smoothie and they'll be like, I'll go to the next house. <laughs> so basically after this break in where, you know, Sanchez is like, I don't know. Sonia goes to stay at Missy's house. And the next morning, Missy heads off to work and she's like, okay, I'll leave the key under the mat if you decide to come back. And I'm always like, and again, it's funny because we've been watching these movies. I'm, I assume everything is a clue. So I'm like, key yeah. under the mat. Anybody can yes. come in now. <laughs> now we know there's a key. So then Missy's house is about to get broken into. Like I everything Missy says, I'm convinced is like, a plan, and then it turns out to be nothing at all. <laughs> but well, I, Naomi, I actually wanted to bring this up because you know the last film you were like, oh, we know who the killer is immediately, and this movie we don't know, and so I think we are personally being like everything is a clue because we're left in the dark. But that's actually kind of fun. Like I didn't know who the bad guy was in this movie until the very end, and I was still confused. Well, I know you did say that to me, and you'll see. I found out pretty early. Okay, all right, okay, yeah. Megan was too busy eating soup on a 90 degree day. I she love soup. Keep her <laughs> oh, we, I thought this was going to be a clue too. We also find out that Brandon's best friend ran off with his wife, which only ever happens to cops. Yeah. Have you ever heard that happen to someone that isn't a cop? No. It's all, it's like my wife and my partner, my best friend and my wife. It's like, okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, cop. <laughs> well, when Brandon gets to Missy's house, he has a little tidbit of information that is more than just a little tidbit. Listen to this. My contact at the registry. You try to pull up your birth certificate. Tried? There's no easy way to say this. There's no certificate on file. Well, what do you mean? I told you I have to copy back home. There is no record of your mother ever having given birth. Not locally, not anywhere. What? That doesn't make any sense. Listen, Sonia, you found a birth certificate in your mother's closet 
for a missing child who's nearly the exact same age as you are. And now there's no official record of your birth. That certificate that you have, I think it's a fake. Okay, uh -oh. so no record of Sonia's mother having given birth. Brandon is very quickly putting these pieces together. He was like, so you are Heather. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't really say it, but he's like, you are. This doesn't make any sense. Why would there be a birth certificate for another black child born exactly around the time you were born? <laughs> and so Sonia's like, I want to go to the Bradleys right now. And he's like, why? I don't know if we have enough. And she's like, we're going to the Bradleys. <laughs> that is insane to me. I'm like, you don't even have the information. You're literally gonna be like, I think my mom took me from you. Hi. Yeah. It's like too much. Because also too, I'm like, okay, you want to tell them that, but then it's just like, so what? Do you want to be their daughter now? Yes, they're rich. That's what I'm not. They're rich. Well, but this is what I'm saying. I'm like, your mother died a week ago and you out here trying to get a new rich family. Yeah. So I kind of felt like, Sonia, you a little too quick to pivot. Well, she's like, listen, I got to update my wig. So we got to go to the Bradleys, <laughs> which they do. Okay. They get to the Bradleys. It's a big house with an even bigger roof. It is the biggest roof <laughs> I have ever I seen. I did not notice the roof at all. You wrote the roof is too big. And I was like, what are you talking about? The roof is huge like the thing is the house is like regular rich people the roof <laughs> the roof I, I i said these people must be rich for this roof to be theirs they if, if they have to redo this roof it's gonna be hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> okay and so she brings the designer diaper bag and they do not have mrs bradley there she's at the gym mr bradley like scheduled the meeting at that time his name is don and he does not Don. want his wife involved yet because it could open up old wounds and because, dun dun. She's on antidepressants. <laughs> She's on way more than antidepressants the way they acted. Because I said, honey, your girl's over here taking Wellbutrin and Lexapro and I'm nowhere near as on edge as Mrs. I, Bradley. Thank you. I'm like, he's like, we can't tell her she's on antidepressants. It's like, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I like, I just love the way they talk about pills in the in these movies. I know, you know, I know. But you know, they give him the diaper bag. He's like, okay. Like, it's interesting because he is kind of even keeled about the whole thing. Like, he's not really He's not even interested. <laughs> Thank you. Like, he doesn't seem to care that much considering, but he's like, it is her diaper bag. But then just then their son Grayson walks in and Grayson is wearing a very tight tailored blue suit. He's giving me wannabe Chadwick vibes, okay? He is real wannabe Chadwick Bozeman energy, but also a real attitude problem. He basically just like walks in, angry at everybody, and is like, You're just another gold digger like the rest of them. Grayson, that's enough. Please accept my sincere apology for my son's behavior. I'm not gonna stand here and listen to this. And it's like, well, first of all, nobody was even talking to you. So no, you don't have to stand for Yeah, this. thank you. <laughs> like, and also, why are you in a suit at your house? I mean, he was too much. Yeah. And I felt like the whole thing, I was like, calm down, Grayson. You are problematic. But it's also like bougie black people, you know, who name their kids Grayson. Yeah. They're doing Jack and Jill. You know, there's a lot of, I was like, okay, I see, I see who Grayson is. I see very much who Grayson is. He's like, I'm going to be a CEO. And the whole thing is that the mom's father owned a company yeah. that her husband is now in charge of. And the whole thing. And there's nothing I think is funnier than corporate intrigue because the stakes could not be lower for me. So the whole thing is like the company's about to go public. And it's like, okay. it's like, okay, okay, cool. This whole thing is giving me like a black young and the restless vibe. Oh, okay. I'm feeling daytime soap. You know what I mean? Bold and beautiful. That is Grayson. That's the intensity. That's everyone mm -hmm. like walking in and staring at each other. Grayson was giving me evil 
Carlton. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. like it's like yes. I I go to prep school, but I'm mean. You know how Carlton was yeah. like, well, I almost even think sometimes Carlton wanted to be mean, but like he just like was such a dork he couldn't. Grayson like pulls it off. <laughs> uh, yeah. When when he came in out of nowhere, I was like, I don't like you. So then, yes, th- there have been other women that have pretended to be Heather. And so that's why he's like so quick to be upset. And which is also makes right. it even more hilarious that Sonia was like, we need to go today. I know. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, well, that's a little bit of your energy, too. And so then Olivia, the wife, comes in, the wife slash mom, and she is fresh from the gym. They had to end the session early. Now, do you find her to be regal? No, she's bougie. <laughs> I decided you just say regal if it's a black woman with short hair. Because <laughs> both mom and Olivia have, like, short natural hair. So I think that's why you're saying You got regal. me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> You got me there, didn't you? Um, but Olivia comes back from the gym, but right, but remember they have to cut it short because she's got the headache, right? So the whole idea is like Olivia's frail, Olivia's delicate. Oh, her headache. Oh, we had to stop. Oh, yeah. her antidepressants. Like she just can't even. Is how they kind of paint her. But her and Sonia do kind of share a look of like, my daughter, my mother. Right. You know, like there is a little bit of like hesitation there before they basically throw Sonia out. Okay, so then they are back at Sonia's house. Brandon says that he's going to get a DNA test because there was DNA like in the file from when Heather was originally taken. Um, So they didn't have to like steal like a hairbrush. I love when they like, they're like, I got this cup of Sprite. (laughs) So there is DNA. He's going to take her DNA. And then it's the next morning. We're back at the Bradleys. Olivia's like, that woman who was here yesterday, who was she? Business associate. Are they the ones helping you take the company public? She is really like, it's almost like she's, they want her to be in like a medicated fog. And it's like, um, that's not what antidepressants do. But okay. (laughs) Yeah, we get the sense that he cuts her out of sort of big decisions. He's very condescending. And that he may actually be the source of her anxiety. Listen to this. Why do you always insist on keeping me in the dark? My father left this company to me. You know this isn't what he wanted for it. Your father couldn't have foreseen how much this company would grow. Business is about evolution. We agreed that it was best for me to handle the company's affairs when you gave me power of attorney, didn't we? I have the right to be involved in this decision. You know, it's not good for you to get yourself worked up like this. I don't want you to end up in the hospital again. You need to take your pills. When Mark was CEO, he treated me with respect. I'm going to stand around here, listening to this craziness. Take your pill. Okay, so, done. And you say you didn't know, y'all, we had 36 minutes. And I'm going to tell you this, my theory. He was involved in Heather's disappearance. It was all about taking over the company. And he is the one who paid to have Sonia's mother killed. Done it, done. The moment Don is like, take your pill. You know, when it's just like, talking to her, I was like, because, right, I was like, because I assumed, let me tell you what I assumed initially. This was her father's company. Heather, as her child, would have been their rightful heir. I assumed Don was like, I can't have this child take over this company or, like, have a rightful claim to it. So I have mm-hmm. to get rid of the child. That's what I thought. 
Don's reasoning was. That's so evil. Honey, Don was obsessed with this company going public. He's like, he's like, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. He's like, take your pill, you know? Yeah. So that was maybe my theory, but I don't know. But obviously they had a, they um, adopted another child. Oh, they adopted Grayson? Yeah, they said Grayson was adopted. What, did I miss half the film? I was busy eating soup. <laughs> and I was so busy eating soup, we almost missed that there was like a tiny mention of just like another like family friend. This guy named yeah, there Mark. Was Michael. Mark. Oh, what was it? Mark? I think Mark? It was, I mean, it was Maybe Mark. and I was eating soup too. I think Megan it was and Mark. I both eating soup <laughs> don't know what's happening. There is a man named something. And he was like the godfather. It's like not important. Mm. You know, but they do mention him. You see that there's a picture of him that he's like basically a close friend of the family who died. Yeah. And so that's what we know. That's all we know. We just see pictures of it. Yes. And it seems like maybe Olivia, like, I mean, Dawn sucks. So it's like and she likes anybody better than Dawn, basically. Okay, so Sonia has all this information now, and she goes to her Aunt Phyllis's house, tells her about the birth certificate not being like a real one or um, there being no record of Sonia's mom giving birth, and Auntie Phyllis comes clean. She's like, yes, you were adopted. Your parents were going to tell you, but then it just like got too late, and they (laughs) felt they couldn't. (laughs) And basically, they were like, I don't know. They meant to tell you early, and then they kind of figured... They shouldn't. And so there you have it. And she says, your mother hired one of those um, private adoption attorneys. The only thing he told her was that your birth mother had died when she had you. At least we now know that Sonia's parents adopted her legally. Like they didn't steal her from a hospital. No. And that's they didn't they didn't steal her from the church where they were attending, which would be fully insane. Right. Yeah, I was like, I'm not ready to turn on my regal queen. <laughs> I'm not ready to turn on Aunt Phyllis's best friend, Sonia's mom. I And so I'm, I'm glad that they were like in the dark about it being a bad adoption. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So at least they, they did what they thought was on the up and up. And then, remember, Auntie Phyllis's nephew put in a camera, mm-hmm. okay, a few days back. So then she was like, wait a minute, can I look at the footage from your security camera to see who tried to break into mom's house, like, yeah. a few days back? And, and Auntie Phyllis is like, oh, my God, Obvi, yes. But I will say this. This is what I didn't really understand. I'm like, well, if it's, I don't know how the camera would have covered the house across the street. No, it wouldn't. You see what I'm saying? Just because it's across. It wouldn't have, but it's like, okay, but I do think that's also part, almost part of lifetime bingo. Someone using someone else's security camera right. to get information. Because it's like, uh, we have a ring and it barely covers our front door, you know? And like, <laughs> uh, most of the time the battery's out. So it's like, we're out of luck, you know? <laughs> but we did actually, oh, because you know how I don't like my neighbors? Because I was like, they have a pool. And CJ was like, they do not have a pool. And I was going going to go so far as to get on a ladder and look over the fence. <laughs> And then CJ was like, oh, the ring picked up someone in a bathing suit with a towel. And then we looked through the fence and they do have a pool. I knew it. Wow. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. So now we're back with the Bradleys. Olivia's asking her mean son, Grayson, who Sonia was. He says, just another low life. She's not Heather. It's like, oh, gosh. Okay, so now Sonia's starting to to do some of the piecing together herself. She goes to the church where Heather was taken and she meets the the preacher who is white. And I said, "Mm, Mm -hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) 
And, you know, he's like, I thought all that was settled. But then he does end up giving her some valuable information. And he takes her to the room where Heather was actually taken from. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it just really gave chills. And then he asks what Sonia's mom's name is, because Sonia sort of explains what's going on. And he's like, I think your mother used to sing in our choir many years ago. She did. She changed churches like a lot of others did after Heather disappeared. And that's something Sonia did not know. So Sonia's mother attended the same church as the Bradleys where Heather was taken from. Exactly. But then also not just did she attend, she left shortly after Heather was taken. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, okay, well, maybe you took a baby and then decided to peace out. But you have to remember, this is another beauty. Okay. And I would also put this on a lifetime bingo card. People adopting babies Mm -hmm. or giving babies away, but staying in the same county. Yeah. Okay. People love to do some illegal baby stealing, but then just be like, all right, I'm just gonna live a block away from her birth parents. Uh You're just like, how, how, how? I was like, if you took a baby, you would move to another state. Yes. You gotta go far. Yes. You gotta go far. You gotta make a new life. You gotta start over. And he also is like, but you know, a lot of people left after Heather was taken. It's like, what kind of God-fearing people are like, a baby got taken, I'm out of this church. It's like, what? That's so (laughs) mean. I don't know. I get it, too. It's like, this church is sketchy. If babies are getting took. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I'm like, "Mm, well, maybe. And then, okay. And then that night, Sonia is at her mom's house and there's like a banging on the door. And she's like, who is it? And he says, it's Grayson Bradley. And now if I was Sonia, I wouldn't have opened the door. Yeah. But she did. And he comes in there and he's wearing like, I don't know. It looks like he was in a, a prep school gym uniform. Yes. Like a hoodie and matching pants. And he's looking very serious. And he's like, you think you could just walk into my family's life and hurt us? I'm sorry. I was just trying to. You're not fooling anyone. Back off. My family has already been through enough. So stay away from us or you're going to regret it. And like Sonia just sort of stands there. Like she says nothing. She does nothing. And I was like, okay. I am, again, Grayson has been coming in hot from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he is a weapon. Something's about to happen. I'm freaking out. I was on edge. I was on edge the moment I saw Grayson. Yeah. Okay. He was so scary. And so I just feel like, Megan, this is the time to take a break because I was so afraid she was about to be murdered and then she wasn't. And it was an emotional roller coaster for me. So I can only assume it is an emotional roller coaster for the listener. Yeah. So we're just going to take a quick break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, and we are back from eating our soup. And mm-hmm. we are ready to dive back in, no pun intended, because you know how you like dive in the soup too. No. So, <laughs> uh, you know how you dive into soup too. 
<laughs> okay, so Grayson does not kill Sonia. That's good news. Thank goodness. But Brandon has called former nanny Rebecca Gold. White woman as well. White woman as well. Which I said, you know you got to be a rich black family when you're hiring a white help. Okay? Oh, yeah. That is great. That is great. And they make a plan to meet with Rebecca. I was wondering if maybe I could come by tomorrow, ask you a few questions. Uh, I, I really don't know what kind of help I could be. It was it was a long time ago, and I've tried really hard to put that behind me. It would bring the Bradley family some peace to finally know what happened to their little girl. Okay. So we see Rebecca Gold, and then after she gets off the phone with Brandon, we see her call someone and say, We got a problem. Dun, dun, dun. Sketchy white woman. Okay. So this is who we need our eye on. All right? Obviously. Because at first, you know, when he calls Rebecca, she's like, well, that is so long ago. I don't want to, you know, like she's really trying to kind of push him off. Yeah. Which I get. It's like, it's been 25 years. She's like, what else can I tell you? But then he's like, I just want to give the family closure. And then she's like, we got a problem. So we have no idea who she's called. But after that happens, Sonia calls Brandon and he comes over to her house basically after Grayson has come and threatened her, basically. And what's the natural progression after being threatened by your possible adoptive brother from the family who you were probably stolen from? I know, I know. What is it? You make out with the man you've hired to investigate <laughs> where you were adopted from. Yes. <laughs> This is what I've Classic. been waiting for. And I was glad. I was glad. I said, yes, make out. Let's get into it. But I was actually surprised she was the one who initiated the kiss. Because Sony's the one who me. goes in. She's like, I'm scared. And then she just kisses him. And then they kind of kiss for a bit. But then he pulls away. And he's like, no, you're my client. You know? And Ugh, so who cares? It's not real, Brandon. I know. But then before they can even like unpack that, Auntie Phyllis comes by. And she's like, last time I saw your mom, we were here scrapbooking, and she got a call. A call from who? Well, that's just it. I don't know. She left the room to take it. She never did that. At the time, I didn't think much of it, but when she came back into the room, she seemed really shaken up. You know, I asked her what was wrong. She said she was fine, didn't want to talk about it. So I didn't cry. But whoever it was on the other end of that phone really upset her. And then Auntie Phyllis just go back across the street with that information. And then Sonia, she does one of my favorite things where you um take a pencil and kind of rub it over yes. the paper and you can start to yeah. see the indentation of whatever was written on the previous page. Yeah. Okay, this works with notepads, legal pads, and you got to really be someone who presses hard when they're writing. <gasps> you know what? I'm in CJ's office right now recording this and there's a notepad here. I could really, it's going to say like order dominoes. <laughs> I was going to say, is he a note taker? Mm. Like I'm a, I'm a note taker. Like when I'm on the phone, I do my, I do write and like kind of trace over stuff wow. and like mindlessly kind of do that. So I could very much relate to this. This would work if you wanted to get into my business. Okay. And if you ever disappear, I hope you don't. That would be really, really sad and really, really bad for my career too. <laughs> I I know what to do. <laughs> and I'll, honestly, I would say, Megan, though, it would be great for your career. No! Think about it. If uh, I disappear, then you take over the podcast in my honor. People stand by you. No. The listenership triples. Nope. Okay? I won't do They're it. They're like, she is holding on. She is a survivor. She is nope. carrying on mm -hmm. the legacy of a mm -hmm. lifetime podcast. Nope, I won't do it. I won't do it, Michael. That's our lawyer. I am bound to that now. <laughs> I will not continue without Naomi. Put it in writing. <laughs> 
But Sonia is able to get the phone number. And then Brandon searches the number. You know, again, he's a PI. He's got access to databases. And it is the phone number of a private attorney who also represented Rebecca Gold. Excuse me? And his office was above the parking garage where Sonia's mom was killed. Now! Okay. Now we're there. Now we are there. Now. Now the pieces are coming together. So Brandon and Sonia go to this attorney's office. His name is Joseph Coyle. And he's packing up. (laughs) He's like, I'm- He's literally like out of business sale. I'm leaving. I'm going to Florida with my wife. And he's like mean too. Do you recognize him, Megan? No. He is the smug detective (gasps) from- and Baby Will Fall, the one where Clea Duvall is taken. And I hated his little smug attitude in that movie. And he is serving same smug here. Smug is his level. Smug is his acting choice. He has such an attitude. Listen to this when they come in here asking him very normal questions in a very calm voice. Isn't that the woman the police came by asking about? Woman who was murdered in our parking garage? Well, like I told them, I don't know her. And I don't know what she was doing here. I know you're lying. My name and number is online. Just because she wrote it down doesn't mean a thing. Ah! He has such an attitude. No, and it's like, you are cl- you clearly did something. You know, like, Thank you're, you. not only are you smug, you're shady. Because it's like, if you're an adoption lawyer, you should have a little bit better bedside manner. You know, just like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm out of here. Like, it's like, okay, rude. What I do think is funny is Brandon always says his company's name. And it's like, honey, nobody knows that. You know, he's like, (laughs) like, it has some like catchy name that I can't even remember. So it's like, Brandon, you're not even doing a good job with branding because I didn't remember. Like, he like, like people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Best Buy is here. It's like, no. (laughs) So, yeah, they basically just leave. And then it's funny because even as when they like walk in the parking structure. Oh, yeah. Even Sonia's like, oh, he was so smug. And I'm like, thank you, Sonia. Someone else sees it. And Sonia has to go in the parking structure where her mom was murdered. And it does like kind of, it, there yeah, is a, a, yeah. And Brandon is like, I'm so sorry I brought you here. And she's like, no, it's okay. It's insane. But it's also like, but this is, it goes back to why I couldn't stand Joseph Coyle being so smug. I'm like, her mother was murdered like downstairs. Yeah. Why are you acting like she's, you know what I mean? Like a bug on your shoe. Also, you're about to go to Florida. Like, it's it's a wrap for you. Can't you just be like, I don't know, I'm going to Florida. Exactly. Like, like that's the thing. It's like, when you do dirty, you're supposed to act normal. Right. The moment you got an attitude, we all looking at you closer. So it's like, <laughs> you're not even making it make sense. To be a bad guy and have attitude, you need to pick a lane. Thank you. Exactly. Because you ain't getting away with nothing with all that attitude. So... After that dead end, they leave and they decide to go. They head to Rebecca Gold because remember, they're supposed to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I was also surprised that Rebecca Gold had a mansion. I said that was impressive for an adult nanny. But I realized that maybe she didn't spend the last 25 years as a nanny. But I will say no. the house is huge. The house is huge. I said Rebecca's nice doing house. great. I don't even know her life. Such a nice house. Such a big house that when they knock on the door, no one answers. And there's music blasting. And Sonia's like, are you sure she knew we were coming? And put this on your bingo card, too. They go around back. Ah, That door's open. (laughs) Okay. So they get inside and they find Rebecca dead on the floor. Oh, boy. It's all unraveling. It's all unraveling. Brandon takes out his gun. I'm like, okay, I know you used to be a cop. Does that mean you can still just have your gun? I guess so, if it's registered. I I don't even know. I'm asking too many questions. It's lawless out here now. Of course. Certainly. And, but it's funny because Brandon's like, because 
Sonia goes to like, you know, check on Rebecca. And he's like, don't touch her. Because it's which is like also like, yeah, chain of evidence. But what does Sonia do? She takes her wrist and she checks her pulse. And she's, she's dead. a doctor. Like, he said, don't touch her. She's a doctor. I know. Well, she a resident. We, we, she's like barely. Like, I just felt like for somebody who's like, I'm a resident. There's not enough of that. Like, I kind of needed her to do a little more medically speaking. Oh. But she's dead. And then that is when the cops, including Detective Sanchez, show up. And immediately starts reaming Brandon out. We found a missing baby's diaper bag and birth certificate in a dead woman's closet. A woman whose murder I'm investigating and you didn't tell me? And then Brandon is basically like, look, why don't we work together? Wow. And I was surprised that Sanchez allowed it. Yeah. Sanchez was like, okay, but everything has to come through me. I thought Sanchez was going to say no. No. Hit the bricks. First of all, I love jurisdiction disputes. You know, <laughs> when it's like, it'll be like the local PD and then they're like, the feds are here. You know, it's true like West Side Story. Like, it's like, this is our, <laughs> this is our crime scene. I love that. But Brandon calls him. He's like, listen, you guys are short staffed. And I know it. And and I'm wondering, how are they short staffed? Because most police departments get 90% of the city budget. So, if anything, <laughs> uh, they're overstaffed. <laughs> but okay. I thought it was a nice way of saying, you don't know how to do your job. Like, it was like, yeah. you're obviously spread thin. And what's like, really like, you're obviously not capable. Yes. Okay. So that night, Sonia has to be alone in the house again, which the, the whole movie I've been like, don't, you can't be alone. But remember, they're now stationing an yes. officer outside Sonia's house. So at least I think what she thinks is like, well, there'll be someone outside. Okay. And and what what's the success rate on that in Lifetime Films? Well, come on. Well, come I'd on. get it enough. They love getting murdered. But in addition to the officer outside, Brandon's going to be staying over. And then they mm-hmm. order Chinese food and it looked really good. They're using their chopsticks. Ugh, I miss Chinese. LA does not have good Chinese food. That's a big problem here. That is incorrect, Naomi. You are on well, the wrong part oh, of town. Oh, yes. If I drive an hour away to Alhambra, that I can get a damn scallion pancake. That is not I'm an driving hour. an hour before a scallion pancake. That is, I live right by Alhambra. Okay, well, this is what we're going to do. Then when you come and visit at Conrad's new house, we are going to go because that is the epicenter. People say it's the best Chinese food in the country. Well, I don't know. I don't know. No, LA doesn't have the best any kind of food in the country. I'm going to tell you that right now for this town. Mexican? Oh, my gosh. Mm. Queso? Mm. Mm. Uh, well, well, I could understand if you're more of a Tex-Mex gal, because then that's then Texas has that. Listen, when we're going to we're going to get you Chinese food. OK, I, I put that in writing too, right. Michael. <laughs> legally binding podcast or legally binding. He's having to do a lot of heavy lifting. OK, so before they are able to dive into the Chinese food, no pun intended. <laughs> just gonna say that now <laughs> Sonia's like can we can we say grace yeah and she's like I've got to pray over this food and I'm like and I wrote I'm so annoyed by black equaling Christian it's like okay it's like uh, cool and I'm, and then of course Brandon's like oh like my mother had she had me when she was pretty young my father I, mean, I guess he wasn't really interested in sticking around so she raised me till I was about five but she liked to party a lot I guess one night somebody called child services. They found me at home alone, and that was it. From then on, I was in foster care. She used to come and visit me a couple of times, but uh, after a while, she stopped coming. Adam, it's been really terrible for you not having a family. Yeah. You learn to deal with it. And you know Sonia is like, 
well, what if you could have a relationship with her now? You should have a relationship. And, and like, she tried. Stop telling other people what to do with their life, Sonia. Okay? Because it turned out wow. your own mama was a millionaire living two miles away, and you didn't even know what was up. <laughs> so don't tell people what to do with their own mamas. Okay? Wow. Yeah, because Brandon's like, listen, she tried to circle back, and I said no. And it's like, okay, Brandon. I'm sad. I want him to have love. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. That's how I feel. I'm like, it's easy to be like, I'll be your mom now that you're, you know, grown and don't need anything. It's like yeah. real easy for somebody to come back and be like, sorry. It's like, no, if you want to pay me back for college, sure. Well, and also Brandon's a PI. So she's like, yeah, let's have a relationship. Also, I've got some investigating I need done. <laughs> I need you to, to expunge some records. <laughs> if you could do that for me, please. That would be great. Okay, so they do not have sex. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he like sleeps on the couch. <laughs> and the next morning, <laughs> Officer Sanchez comes by. He says, Sonia, the DNA results came back. Now the... DNA sample that we have on file from Heather was over 20 years old, but it was still a 100% match. Sonia we is know. Heather. We know. Heather is Sonia. Sonia is Heather. Heather is Sonia. Zendaya is Michi. These are all facts in this movie. And Sonia says, she's like, we got to go to the Bradleys right away. And it's just like, again, you are kind of putting a, like, dropping a bomb in the middle of their life. And it's a little easier said than done the way she just wants to go over there. But, you know, for Sony, Sony's like, I don't want any money. I just want you to know that I'm your daughter. But it's like, I don't know. To me, if there are these people. It's like, if I went over there, it's like, so what? Do you want to be in their lives? And maybe you're right. If, if Sonya had said once, I'm trying to get a lace front, I would have bought it all. I would have bought it all. As you said, if she had just said, honey, I need 100% human hair, yeah. we got to go tell them. A resident salary is nothing. Yeah, she said medical school ain't cheap. Hello. So they go to Don's office. And for this company being what all of this crime like <laughs> came out of, this office stinks. It's like <laughs> it looks like an abandoned like strip mall. And I'm well, like, yeah. gosh, this for this? This is what we're all in a huff about. <laughs> so they're getting ready to go into the office and they're shot at just in like a random parking lot in the suburbs. Honey, also like in the middle of the day, the sun yes. is shining. You see the car drive away. They just like shoot at them. Brandon gets like clipped in the arm. And like after they're shot at, Don and some slow ass security guard come out just like, I heard shots. And you're just like, what? It's like, first of all, this amazing company, you don't even have a security guard that's out here ready <laughs> like, no of course shot. not like no one comes and does nothing <laughs> and you're like okay cool they have the sleepy security guard from that one movie we did like the security guard was like asleep for sure and was like <laughs> oh, oh yeah the one who's having five hour energies yeah but keeps taking naps <laughs> and then they like usher them inside and then brandon and sonia bring don up to speed listen to this so you're telling me that someone was trying to prevent sonia from figuring out if she was heather yeah you think it was the same person who broke into Sonia's mother's place a few days ago? Why would they do that? I think they were trying to look for the birth certificate. Did you tell anybody we were coming here today? No, no, of course not. This is a private family matter. Whoever shot at us is probably the same person who killed Sonia's mother and Rebecca Gold. Heather's nanny? Yeah. She was killed yesterday. What? We were supposed to meet with her. Somebody got to her first. Oh my uh, secretary told me you wanted to see me about something important, but I didn't realize it was Rebecca. No, that's not why we came. Sonia's DNA test results came back yesterday. It's a perfect match with your daughter. I don't know what to say. 
We were able to find the attorney who handled Sonia's adoption. Sonia's mother contacted him after she found the birth certificate. Turns out he's connected to Rebecca Gold. Now she's dead, and he skipped the country. No, that's not possible. Rebecca was like family. She would never have done that to us. So again, Don, you know, th- first of all, through this entire conversation, Brandon is holding a gauze pad to his arm. I said, uh-huh. sir, this is a gunshot, not a bug bite. How are you just like holding some gauze? I don't feel like Sonia would be like, yeah, it's chill, whatever. Well, she was like, she's like, we need to take you to the hospital. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And it's like, okay. The other thing I noticed too, Don doesn't sound very excited about the fact that he just found his daughter. No. He's like, he's like, no, Rebecca would have done that. Like, he just yeah. does not care. And so that's my other sign. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And so your theory is starting to look better and better. I would like to admit that at this point in the film, I'm still completely in the dark. <laughs> so Don then tells Olivia. I just wanted to wait until we were certain. I want to hear it from her. I don't think that's a good idea. And Olivia is livid, as she should be. Exactly. Like, you found her. Exactly. This is what all of the anxiety and the meds have been about. And now she's here. Exactly. So, you know, remember before Sonia had asked Auntie Phyllis for footage from her security camera to see, like, maybe we can see who, like, tried to break into the house. And then finally Brandon's got access. He's, like, downloaded the footage. He's looking at it. And then Sonia recognizes the crest on the burglar's shirt as being the same one on Grayson's sweatshirt. Remember I told you Grayson came by wearing what looked like private school gym clothes? Yes. Well, now we're getting a connection. And it turns out, though, it's not a private school. It is like the the logo for a gym. (laughs) Yeah, like a personal. And so it turns out the burglar was a guy named Buddy Reed, Uh who was a personal trainer who worked with Grayson. Yes. And because Grayson has an alibi that he was out of town speaking at some sort of I'm an annoying young entrepreneur convention. Right. So they think that Grayson hired Buddy to kill Sonia and find that birth certificate. But then, like, as all this is coming together, Sanchez calls and he's like, I I don't think Buddy's going to be talking anytime soon. What do you mean? He's dead. He just rolled his car in that high speed chase. Hello. And they they show Buddy Reed was like in some sort of car accident. But like, I don't it seems like killed. You know, it seems like nefarious. They're tied up loose ends. They're tying up Caucasian loose ends. Rebecca Gold, Buddy Reed. This is when I start to get really confused because they like pull down the sheet and Buddy Reed is supposed to be a personal trainer. Buddy Reed looks like a bookie from (laughs) Philadelphia. Like it's like that. That's a personal trainer. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm like, I yeah, I this is when I really I just started going, what? Huh? Very confused. Right, right, right. Well, it does get it does get confusing because then after that, Brandon's at his office, he's doing research online and he's reading some articles about Olivia and he gets really upset by what he sees and he goes to Don to get some answers. Listen to this. Is it true? Olivia was institutionalized after Heather's disappearance. <sighs> You can imagine how hard it is for a mother who's lost her child. She attacked Rebecca Gold. My wife became convinced that Rebecca knew what happened to Heather and that she was lying to her. The truth is, Olivia was just not herself for a long time after Heather disappeared. And in many ways, she still isn't. What if Janet Daniels contacted your wife after she found the birth certificate? What are you implying? My wife would never hurt anyone. You just said she was institutionalized for just that. Yes, but that's different. She she just lost a baby. What if your wife thought Janet was lying? Just like Rebecca was. 
Did you tell your wife about the DNA results? Of course I did, but... But what? I don't think she believed me. Mr. Bradley, where is your wife right now? Okay, okay. so now Brandon thinks Olivia is a killer? That's what I think, too. Whatever, like, I was like, it's Grayson. Now it's Olivia. Like, I'm just jumping around with Brandon. Like, uh, yeah. wherever they point, I'm like, okay, yes, that makes sense. Right, right. And... Ding dong, this isn't good because Olivia shows up on Sonia's doorstep. And I'm like, oh my God, Olivia's going to kill Sonia. So Brandon is trying to get a hold of Sonia. And then he's also trying to get a hold of Officer Sanchez because, as you remember, there's supposed to be a cop stationed outside, but no one is answering. And so they're like, the ladies are chatting. It's awkward chatting, though. It's like really uncomfortable. Olivia's like, you know, again, like, I don't know what. This is the thing. It's like, that's why I'm like, this is not antidepressants. It's almost like she's, Olivia's giving us like, I'm coming off of heroin vibes. Like, it's always like she's cowering. She's itching. She's looking around. She's twitchy. So like, it's really a weird moment because at first Sony's like, well, thank you for coming. I wanted to talk to you. But then Olivia's like, doesn't even know what she want to say or what she want to do. No. You know what I'm saying? And so... um. Sonia is making them tea. And as she's like in the kitchen getting the tea, she sees that Brandon called. And so she like goes to call him back. And at that moment, a hand with chloroform covers her mouth. Lifetime bingo, chloroform soaked drag. We love that. Wow. Then Sonia wakes up in a warehouse looking place. I assume it's like where Don's like his warehouse where the company does whatever they do. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Okay. Mm -hmm. But she's like tied to something and Olivia is on the floor and she's like sitting there shaking. Like she did something bad. Kind of. Well, right. She's looking crazy. But then in walks Don Bradley with a gun. Wow. And a monologue. You're good. What I say, girl. You're good. What I say, girl. You're good. Honey, gun and a monologue. Listen, it is. Why'd you have to leave it in the diaper bag? And why'd Rebecca have to be so stupid as to hand the bag over to the attorney along with the baby? You fired Buddy Reed to kill my mother? After she found the birth certificate, called the attorney she'd adopted you from. He called me in a panic. I couldn't have your mother going to the police, ruining everything I'd worked for all these years. What kind of sick person are you? You arranged to have your daughter stolen? That's just the point. You are not my daughter. Did you really think all these years that I didn't know? My wife thought that I married her for her money. So she had an affair with her childhood sweetheart. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 Are we getting it? So Heather wasn't even Don's baby. And I guess that makes it a little bit more not reasonable that he would be like, get this baby out. Because it was like, if you stage a kidnapping for your own child, that's but he was like, I don't care about Heather because she's not mine. She's Mark's. Right. But it was also like what? He killed Mark and killed Heather. Well, he didn't kill Heather. He just sent Heather. I mean, he got he got rid of her. Yeah. But my thing is like, remember because right, it says like he's like Olivia didn't trust me. She thought I was just after her money, so she started up a relationship. She had an affair with her high school sweetheart or whatever. 
And so what did I do? I killed him and I got the baby gone. It's oh. like, well, Olivia was right. Yeah. I was like, Olivia did what she had to do. She said, I want some love because right. you're not here for me. You are here for the company, you know, to inherit. And then, and then basically he, he does this, right? He kills Mark. He has her baby stolen. So he pretty much wrecks her yep. and then medicates her so that she can't do anything Ugh, anymore, wow. you know, and, and then uses it to be like, see, she can't be trusted. Rot because basically me. I guarantee you he institutionalized her to discredit her. Do you know what I mean? Like she probably didn't need to be in an institution as much as he was like, she should really go somewhere. Oh my God. Yeah. You see, I need to take her, Get her out of the she way. Do anything. Yeah. So, you know, and as he's monologuing, you know, as he does, Sonia is trying to get herself free mm-hmm. from the ties around her wrists, which she does. And they like start to tussle. And then Don is about to shoot Sonia. He's like, you know, but then she like knocks the gun out of his hand. Then he's about to choke her. So we got tussle, tussle, tussle. And then Don gets shot from behind by Olivia. Yes. She picked up that gun and she shot his ass. She said, bye. Bye. And I said, oh, my God, gorgeous. And then Brandon comes in with the cops. Guns are drawn. And and this is the thing. Brandon already thought it was Olivia to begin with when he's calling her. So when he comes in and sees Olivia with a gun, yeah. I was like, oh, God, please don't kill Olivia. Please don't kill Olivia. But then luckily, Sony's like, no, no, it wasn't her. It was Don. It was all Don. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, I guess that helps. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. So yeah. that's that roar one, honey. And then we we need our classic coda. We cut to three months later. Sonia is on her porch with Missy and Aunt Phyllis, which is now my new favorite movie. I mm-hmm. want a girl's trip movie with uh, Missy, Sonia, and Aunt Phyllis. Yes. And honestly, throw Olivia in there because she needs some fun, too. She's, like, not going to partake. <laughs> and then by the end, she's the one that's, like, wasted, like, doing, um sh- like, a strip amateur <laughs> night. So Sonia has decided to stay in town. She has transferred her residency. She's living in her mom's house. Why? Because she can afford that mortgage now. And then (laughs) Brandon comes by. He has just visited his birth mother. Okay. So I guess, yeah. (laughs) I I guess, I guess, you know, little sweet God fearing Sonia's, you know, her little monologue made him think, well, maybe I should give my mother a try. So then we learn Olivia is getting better and Grayson is, you know, coming to terms with it, which it's like, yeah, she wasn't a gold digger. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, to me, I feel like because Grayson came in so hot and was such an asshole, to just hear a throw was like, Grayson's dealing. I was like, no, no, no. I need no. Grayson to come over with like flowers and an apology. Like, yes. I need Grayson to be like, hey, I'm sorry. This is hard for me, but like, I'm sorry I came over and threatened you. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I needed that for closure, to close yeah. that loop. And is Don dead? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I didn't, you know, sometimes they, I know, they I know. freaking they Jason they and they just, just stand or they, not Michael Myers. I'm getting my people that can survive gunshots. And then we, and then we're not even over. We got more cut twos. They are in the cemetery and Sonia is putting flowers on her adopted mother's grave with her birth mother, Olivia, beside her. Perfect bow. Yes. And Olivia says, thank you for taking such good care of our little girl. And they like yeah, walk off together. Yeah. So it's like. You know, okay, great. So I guess things worked out for Sonia. She somehow manages to have, you know, two moms. And now the new one's rich. So, and now her mom's got the company back. And that's still going to go public. You know, Oh, no, actually, maybe not. Because remember, so, uh, Olivia was like, my I, parents wouldn't have wanted this. Yes. So now they're just going to be casually rich and hanging out. So, you know, things kind of worked out for Sonia pretty well. Yeah. They worked out. She inherited a home, a rich mom, and she now has a hot boyfriend. Yeah. Brandon, the P.I. So gosh, to like have your mom die and then be like, well, I got a new rich mom. You know, (laughs) she's grieving, but it's like 
It could be worse. It could but be worse. Gonna help. It could be yeah, worse. It's going to help. Next week, comedian Sydney Washington joins me to talk all about the Lifetime premiere, Bad Seed Returns. This movie follows Emma, a typical teenage girl who is anything but. She meets a new girl at school who seems to know all of Emma's secrets, leaving Emma to take care of her enemies by any means necessary. Okay, Bad Seed Returns premieres Monday, September 5th at 8 p.m., only on Lifetime. Oh, wow. We'll see you next week, honey. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, That's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by the Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Bl- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. <laughs>